we left off on page six. By the way, the Marmachemis are available online. Uh, you reminded Sadiq what I'm supposed to tell them? They're just supposed to, do they have a place to look? I had some new ones recently. That's not. You sent that over? Okay, okay. So we'll, should we send out uh, again, maybe, just to we'll let them remind them? Um, the uh, the Avas Chesed, page six, there are five or six Marmachemis adorated, and it'll take us the next few weeks to get there, so this should be enough. Uh, this is the Chafetz Chaim's overview on the Heterim or suggestions to give a Chemish or more. And the Musar and Ashkafa that goes along with it, which as we've seen last week is uh, pretty serious. We're going to continue now and finish it off today on page 6, the second paragraph. Atta Nachzor L'Nyaneinu Hanal. Again, the Meir Takana not to give more than a fifth under normal circumstances because you might become poor and the Chafetz Chaim is listing the Heterim. As I mentioned last week, most feel that it's not going to get to them how they can give Meiser or get themselves near a fifth and they're not giving more than a fifth, and that's fine if they can't afford it. Uh, what is important about these Latarium is, A, for those who can, what should they focus on? And for those who can't, we're seeing a priority in Stokas anyway. You see already the Chavaz Chaim's emphasis on Hachazokas Latarium, which he will repeat many times throughout Avas Chesed. Uh, so again, paragraph Hey. Second paragraph of the page. If Chazal were concerned, uh, you shouldn't quote unquote to spend too much money on staka. Certainly, how focused you have to be on um, not wasting your own money. And uh, the general Ashkaf, of course, is everything you get in life money, talents is to be used to the fullest for our Hashem. <coughs> not to waste them on frivolous things. If when it comes to staka, which is vital as a mitzvah and vital to save a person from Yisurim and and yet Chazal still put a cap under many circumstances, puts in, even though being Mesonefish and giving more, even if it hurts you a bit financially, would be a display of Mesirus Nefesh that can get you Nisim and Aflos He's putting this in as he's telling you the Chazal answered it because they don't want you completely falling apart, but uh, life is always full of the balance between pushing yourself to the absolute limit without falling off the cliff. Is it because in Sukkot are Yeah, but a lot of people can't handle it, so you have to know yourself, but but this, he's not putting parentheses here. After Bezel, Hashem, it means it's a great school to push yourself to the limit, and Chazal wanted you to still keep that balance. Well, why not? So we have a guarantee that what Sadi just said. The guarantee is Aser Kadesh But unlike, oh, let me use this contrast, uh, unlike other religions which were made up, all other religions are made up, but there's a religion out there, a very um, popular one in terms of numbers. I don't know the details of this because I um, spend most of my time learning about this one. Uh, but I'm told that they have a thing that, like, if you were really on a jig, you just give everything away all the time. 
Not only is there a cap midar of a fifth, but the Chavetz Chaim made reference before that midar if you want to give away everything to hektish, hako bako, it's absolutely awesome. You can give away 99% midar but the dafka were against giving away everything. And I think, Aaron, you and I were discussing this the other day, no? About was it a reference to somebody had asked me here, was this a veiled reference uh, to the, uh, the made-up religion that was uh, claiming that there's an Indian to give away everything if you're really on the Madrega and uh, there is no such thing? Because Chayach HaKadman. Chavetz Chaim just keeps trying to bring into focus the realization that uh, you're here to live and eat and survive and everything else you own is for other people. How does that dovetail with the cap of a fifth? It doesn't. That's why the fifth is only this, the Rabbonon, and there are six different heterim and angles, which the Chavaz Chaim is going through, we will chazer at the end. Um, it's a suggestion, again, it's a testimony to the godless so that they had to actually stop people from giving too much. Uh, there are some people who say, maybe in the fundraising field, because it's a difficult field, they say that some people they meet are like this, not everybody's like this. That you have to stop them from writing too large a check. Halavai. But there were enough people like this that Chazal felt they had to make this takana. Yes. So the Shema Yelani by the Chemish was the reason why the Chemish is there in the first place. Yeah. So then why by middle-income people, according to most Peskim. Okay, but, but why then should there not be the same thing for Chazal? I don't understand why that's not... Why because Chazal never put a cap on a business deal. You could take, Chazal suggested never put all your eggs in one basket, split up the three different businesses, a third, third, and a third. But if you wanted to put all your money into one piece of real estate, one deal, one stock, foolish, you wanted to, Chazal never asked that, so why didn't they answer it? Shamayani. The answer is you're getting something right away for it. You'll say, well, when I get stuck, I'm also getting something right away. It's called schar. He says, yeah, but I'm not making a deal with that guy. If I give him stays on if I give him stock He's going to support me with this schar. There's no such a deal. I'm giving him stock. Oh, no, Hashem will give me schar. By Torah, there's that Yisach What? It, it, it's interesting. Somebody asked me that last week after the shear. Yeah, so, so apparently, apparently not. Somebody asked me that after the shear last week. Do you have to, if you don't have a star, is this still Yisach Hazvon? Sounds like it is. They don't know. The guy's Machzik I, I, no, no, no. He's asking a good question. On the one hand, it sounds like, well, what do you mean? Well, you're, you're getting the guy's high. You didn't tell him. So you're saying, well, I don't have to tell him. What do you mean? <laughs> There's no free lunch. I, I don't, it's not clear in the sources. Uh, it sounds like, well, all the, all the stars are floating around or it sounds like you need a star. It doesn't, the original Midrash I'm talking about, Sachasolam, don't say a word about Ishtar. It's talk, it sounds like you're making some sort of deal. It says that it's Vulaman of the Yisachar and they split half and half. It sounds pretty official. I, I can't imagine, although this is what I'm about to say is not Pashat, that there's no semblance of the deal if you don't specify it because uh, it doesn't sound fair. If you, if you go and drive on the point that you insist on whatever the deal is, like Amosha, 50% of his assets, like other oh, the Pesach him 50% of the schar, without giving 50% of the assets, if you don't say any of that, so you don't get a schar in Torah, I find that hard to imagine. Well, isn't it a different, different place? So if you, if you hold that there's no diminution in the schar... Then you're certainly okay. So then what if you hold 100-100, there's nothing to discuss. So then he's not... Then I was Avada, Avada. But, but only if you, take, if you 
giving, let's say you give anonymously to a curl, right? Taking five percent from each, maybe, maybe they'll say, "Listen, I'll, I'll struggle a little hard. I don't want to give myself." Yeah, I, I agree, and that's why it's, what I'm saying is not pusher. And that if you, it's hundred and hundred, then everything's pusher because nobody has anything to lose. Right. But as I as I alluded to a week ago, that the chiddush of hundred and hundred, I think that's the more mechudish dikashita. I think that's a minority shita. Uh, it's well represented. There are more than one. One Ahmed says it, but I, 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 my certainly doesn't sound like he's assuming that, and uh, and I think uh, the Pashas is that you got to give up something. So then you can say, well, the guy from the Kelly says, who said I was giving up something? And it's what you're saying. So, so if if that's true, then what are we down to? This thing you're just giving stuff like to any other poor fellow. So that doesn't sound like that from the Chavaz Chaim. The Chavaz Chaim keeps saying that it's not included in the fifth, it's not regular stucca, and this is your Adam Haba and Al Zakas Taira. What do you mean? It's regular stucca. I didn't make a deal. That's what you're asking. So it doesn't sound like the Chavaz Chaim holds like that. At the end of the day, you have somebody's giving the stucca. For some reason, there's a cap in one form. Yes, I'm answering that. So I'm answering that this is not Stam stucca. This is a business deal. And and you're asking that well, what if the guy didn't agree, like uh, like Yehuda was saying? So again, if it's 100, 100, he doesn't have to agree. If it's not, the Chavos Chaim seems to be assuming that by definition, this is a form of Yisrael Chazon. However, you slice that up. No, but it's not. You're not getting any schar from him. There's always schar. You're doing a mitzvah. You're not getting schar from him. The other chilek, if you want to make a different chilek, you can say another chilek that Chazal's Torah is so choshu, Chazal will never put a cap on that. You can say that, but that's a bigger chilek, I think. It's true. It's true, it is a bigger chilek. Right, exactly. I, I'm with you. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying this pshat. Because I have to spell out what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think the pshat is that Chazal didn't put a cap on a business deal. Then you're saying, well, who said there was a deal? Do I have to have him sign the dotted line? So that might be true, but I'm not convinced it is. That's um, that's that's part of the topic over here. It makes a big enough kamina, <laughs> obviously. But um, otherwise, how do you explain the Chavos Chaim? The other explanation again is that it's just tremendous high there for them to put a, a cap, or why not? Okay, so again, the um, first line is Avor, four lines on the bottom. Certainly, you shouldn't waste money just having covered. Now, that's most of the gashmias that we spend money on, is all for covet. Sometimes you buy a better suit and it actually is warmer or wrinkles less, or some mileage. And sometimes it's just stam for that, uh, and he spells it out. He says, I'm so happy, I don't have to say these things. It's all the chavetz chaim. The guy's buying the, the fanciest stuff and the fanciest furniture, the fanciest house, the fanciest clothing, and he has extra maids in service that he doesn't need. He only needs six, and he has 15. Just to look shtadi. He says, first of all, the guy's going to run out of money very quickly. He's living above his means. And he's certainly wasting his money. Next page, page seven. But safely, they gezel gamkin. It can also lead to gezel when he can't keep up his um, supply and demand of money in a legal way. should be probably etzla or mufker. He, he treats other people's money as hefker. And people steal. That's what they're doing. Other people's money is not chosher to them. It's amazing. The Chavzheim lived a hundred years ago. We look at the Chavaz Chaim as like, not from this world. You read this piece. He was very much in this world. <laughs> the Chavaz Chaim is like, he bavarns every time that everybody says. So you see, Yadati Gam Yadati, like Yaakov, you know, talking to Yasef. 
As Taina Sayetzer, he says, yeah, I know, I know the Taina. The reason he needs all these fancy things, Shemes is the Adam, betchilas alayim, shekals amar lepanasasi, and he says, fapanasa, hainu, shemene Adam yispiru alav shu ashir, because if he doesn't drive that fancy car and have that fancy suit and everything, then they're going to think he doesn't make, make money, and they're not going to think he's an ashir, and they're not going to extend him credit. Which is, you know, it's, a, it's an argument. You couldn't care about a business without credit. He says that doesn't really add up to too much. I was nice in that in that touch. A hevel is uh, <laughs> is actually nothing. Everybody knows that trick already. He says you don't have any money and you uh, you rent a um, a fancy thing, a car, and you have servants and you walk around like a Rothschild. Uh, the people extending credit actually uh, try to check. And they find out the truth, at least they try. Now, just in defense, I'm not arguing, of course, just in defense of uh, the Minig, um, I had a um, fellow once call me, very fine Ben Tehra, who's a professional, I don't want to give too many details, and uh, he called me up and he says he has a shayla. He, he asks a lot of good He wants to know. He's thinking of getting a type of car, a very fancy model of a car, which he never had before. And he told me that he thinks, he thought about it for a while before he asked the Shaila, he thinks he's getting it only because it looks kind of funny that he's driving around in the model that he has. And they go, look at him. What kind of, what kind of successful uh, lawyer is he, let's say, if uh, he's driving around, that's all he can afford. Uh, and therefore, he has to upgrade. Um, so he wanted to know, can he upgrade? It's a good shayla, and he realized he's a mishukah, so he wanted uh, he wanted an objective uh, third party. So we had a discussion back and forth. And remember, it's not usher. I mean, I say it's baltashis, but uh, it's what, what the chavos chaim is talking about. We want to is, is a mutter. So after hearing the back and forth, I told him uh, maybe I'm too mekel. I told him it's not the end of the world. Um, of course, the model, the car he wanted, I we made a pshara and we got something else, like a plain Lexus or something like that. Um, he wanted something else. Uh, so, um, so I, the Taina is this Taina, and he wasn't asking anybody to extend him credit, but it's the same argument. He said, How uh, it's gonna look strange, I'll pull up in this, and he'll like, uh, How well can he be doing? Exactly, and that's not Taina. So, the Chavis Chaim is debunking the Taina, they extend you credit. He says they have better ways of checking, but I'm just adding, just in defense, uh, that if somebody's doing it for that reason, that it's gonna look bad for their business. And people draw conclusions, so that may be. So you have to know when you're doing it lishma, and when you're doing it, uh, you know, that's. Uh, and if you're buying, if you're spending more money because it works better, or if you're spending more money, the soup is less. There's a saying that uh, wealthy people end up spending less money in clothing. Is there such a thing? Um, if you're buying something that outlasts the other five, so then you're saving money. So then that that's also a taina. Chavos Chaim is just pointing out you got to think before you spend. Because if you're hiding behind this, you're, you're so makbar and chazal, not to shamiyani, you're so nervous about it, and then you're spending money uh, uh, left, right, and center, so that's also, um, according to the ashkafa of it, doesn't really fit. It sounds from what the Rav said, there is a gray area. Oh, we live in a time now where everything's gray. Where, where of course it's a gray area. It sounds like, if it's unnecessary... It's all about yes, and it's true. <laughs> I, 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 I am ordering. I am ordering this down uh, for everybody here, including myself. We all live in nice houses, and uh, we drive pretty nice cars. The car I have, which is not a luxury car, is nicer than the horse and bucket the Chavetz Chaim had by far. His air conditioning didn't work very well. Uh, so we're so many levels above in Gashmi is that 
you know, whenever you, even if you, I'm reading the words of the Chavetz Chaim, but I'm speaking out something we can adopt, you have to know what's going to work and what's going to go over our heads. And we're not going back to the Chavetz Chaim himself, although the Chavetz Chaim also, I'm not doubt, Chavetz Chaim knew who he's talking to also. Chavetz Chaim himself lived on a Madrega 50, a Madrega's above what he's writing. He didn't want to get a carpet in his house. He had a dirt floor because if an Ani walks in and then they have a carpet, they're going to get angry at the Ani for stepping in the carpet. So he had a whole different way of thinking. Uh, but he's writing this for Klai Yisrael. I'm just pointing out that poverty and wealth is always judged against the next-door neighbor, not what was going on in Rodden 100 years ago. And we wouldn't do well without indoor plumbing and without carpeting or nice marble floors, in the case may be. So that's not going to change. But the question is, with an Armadragas, how much further do we keep pushing the agenda that keeps going higher and higher and higher? Or how much do you try to downgrade to the extent that you're going to have um, extra money so they're also minimizing the Avera, but the Avera is still here? Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you'd be a good Matorgaman. You say it like it is, and I'm trying to butter it up, you know. Uh, uh, I know um, I know a few people. I know a fellow who, um, who is, a, is a big Baltzlaka who lives in, I know a couple of people like this, who lives in a, in a, in a, far, in a smaller house than me and you, uh, probably a simpler house, and I think it's an attached house. And it's not in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's not a cash. You can have a tash house worth $2 million. Uh, he lives in a place where he could have had a much nicer house, and he chose never to upgrade. Now, would it have been Avera if he upgraded? No. I'm talking about Avera's over here. This is what he wanted for his, uh, his children, the Chinuch, and for what he's uh, doing for Klai Yisrael. And, um, and it's, it's important for us to know that this exists for real people even in our time, because... Everything is a human condition. Everything is based on COVID and Kinnah, and everybody keeps keeping up with the Joneses, and it snowballs, and that's why the Madriga keeps going higher and higher and higher. And what you do is noticed by other people, and that's an Achrayas also. And uh, when he made a, a chasna, he made a chasna in a nice hole, but the size of the chasna and the venue was much below what he can afford, and what, if you didn't know him, what you would have expected. And, um, and uh, there's another fellow I know who is making huge, huge real estate deals. He drives around in something I would be embarrassed to drive in. I'm just like a beat-up uh, Chevrolet 87. Uh, and I think the, the one car door didn't open. And I once asked him, I, mean, I once asked him, I said, did anybody ever comment? You know, at, uh, so he smiled. He said, just want you to know, I was once at a huge closing at a very large New York bank. And I was still, the deal wasn't mine yet, and it was a whole complicated case. I got the deal, we made a lot of money, Baruch Hashem. And he said, the bank manager, he told me this privately, he said, the bank manager came over to me, the guy in charge of, of divvying it out, and he said, I just want you to know, the only reason I gave it to you, there was you, you were the runner-up actually on paper, and there were four other guys in the background waiting for the deal. I gave it to you because you're the only real guy there. He said, what do you mean the only real guy there? He says, uh, did you ever see your car? <laughs> he got the deal because of his car. Go figure. Shams uh, and controls. I'm not saying, therefore, you should smash in one door before you go to your next deal and uh, <laughs> go. But it's um, Hala Davrahu. It was a major, I know the deal. It was, it was major. And everybody was polishing for it, and he got it. And people scratching their head how he got it. So, uh, so I'm not saying that's normative operating procedure. But, um, you know, there's the HVH and, and things like that that can tone down. Remember, years ago, they tried to make takkanas for chasanas and things like that. It didn't really work as well as they wanted to because we live in America and it's a free country. But at least it made a dent that somebody who wants to save money and wants to at least downgrade can have an excuse that I'm trying to keep the takkanas.
So this is something to speak about. I had a conversation with somebody recently about a bar mitzvah they wanted to make. A bar mitzvahs today and has been this way for 20 years are fancier than the fancier chasnas in Europe, probably. And the beautiful thing is we're, the yeshivas are producing Choshua B'nai Teirah who realize this is a shayla. When you At least you finish this Chavaz time, you realize it's a shayla over here. It's not Hefker. And he came over to discuss a certain venue which I, Baruch Hashem, talked them out of. I said, this is far too expensive and everybody's looking at you and what do you need this for? What do you need the Ayin Hara? What do you need the, uh, what do you need the, the copycats? What do you need the Egonel spending money? All that money spent because of what you did. What do you need it for? And he said, um, he hears it. He probably thought I was going to say that, but he just wanted to confirm it. But that's already, at least, at least you know there's a, there's a Shiloh over here. And again, I'm not the, the, I'm not the Kanoi that, that, that uh, screams and yells about fancy houses and fancy cars. I'm, we're just reading the Chavetz Chaim over here. So it's, uh, it doesn't mean that somebody has a nice house, he's driving a luxury car, he's, he's not an Ebed Hashem. It just means that we always have to constantly make decisions. Are we raising it higher? Are we raising it lower? And people are looking, and you've got to... You gotta live with that in a certain way. Uh, well, it's kind of funny if you end up wasting the money on it, and then uh, wasting spending the money on it, and then you feel guilty the whole time. I don't know. Then, then <laughs> that's really waste of money. <laughs> if you can't enjoy it, and you spent the money, then you burn the candle at both ends. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah. By the way, well, the misery, well, well, let me just interrupt. You think they're not necessarily miserable. A person's less magushim is not... Like the Chavetz Chaim. No, not like the Chavetz Chaim. The example that he gave was not the Chavetz Chaim. I, I wouldn't so, give the example of the Chavetz Chaim. Giving, I have to show it, but it was... It was, it was, yeah. it was, it was I, I, I'm aware of the Ramam. The Ramam is very... Yeah, yeah. But it's very difficult. You should be able to be able to shame the next day. That's fine. And and where we cake and cookies, and that's fine. There's no Again, we're not. there's no danger here. Anybody listening to this year is going back to what the house looked like in Rodden. The Shailis... How much are we going to keep uh, raising the bar, and can we possibly lower it in certain areas? The Rambam, the same Rambam that says the golden mean, derech hamutza, in every generation is uh, depends on what the what the guy over here is doing, what the guy over here is doing. But the same Rambam that says that says the end of hochoshmita nyevul that if somebody really wants to be makayim, the highest madrig of talmateri, he should just be mafker. His uh, gashmi should be nothing to him, and just go and live on uh, bread and water, and that's a I believe my Madrig, which few people said, but the Rambam says that. The Rambam says that's why it's Madrig. It has to come from the right angle in a healthy way. It has to come so very healthy they way. Have this thing with the gas, which they go nuts and, and, on, nah. uh, and they're not, they're not, like, there's a certain lack of health in the way. I don't know too many wrong. people like that, by the way. Most of the people I know are, are very, uh, are eating well, living well. Uh, no, no, I don't know any people, I met, I met people today. I met people who think that it's like the day they're. Nah, that's, that's why I preface. That's why I preface. There's some people. Uh, Somebody once asked me, why don't I ever give a drushes on, on these things about railing against big houses? I said, I have other things to give drushes on. I'm not saying this is the problem. But here we're reading the Chavetz Chaim. So we cannot talk about the Chavetz Chaim. is saying, you got to be careful what you're doing with your talents, what you're doing with your time, and what you're doing with your assets. Which is, basically, you got to be careful with whatever Hashem gave you in life. That's, that's really the message over here. Yeah. And the Volna Gain did that also. 
Yes, the Vona Gaon did that also. It's definitely, uh, but that's not, I wouldn't be, the Chavaz Chaim is not talking to, Chavaz Chaim understands, that's Yechidei Eskulo, one in a generation, two in a generation. But yes, that's a Madre. The, the Vona Gaon went to Prav Golis and, uh, you know, for many, he walked, almost walked out to Yisrael and he came back. I think I, it was, uh, there were people who did that. It wasn't unheard of. But that's not for us. We're not, uh, I remember, this is years and years ago, the Rav made a comment about the donation of some person that made, a significant donation, and I said, um, Do you know how much that car cost? And what did I say? I probably defended him. So you said, No, how much? I said, It's over a hundred thousand dollars, right? So you, you, you didn't say anything, but you said, Really? Let, let me tell you a clown in fundraising in case you ever want to do it. Um, if you complain too much about wealthy people who are spending their money on themselves. If you downgrade them too much, if they don't spend on themselves, they don't have to give to others. So you can't overplay that hand. And that's, a, that's an important human me. The Gevirim are, 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 are no better than regular human, no better or worse than anybody else. If you can't, you can't in our era of Gashmiya say, give millions of dollars to stock and live in a hovel. It's not going to, it's a madrega, but most people can't handle that. So that's why there's got to be that, that balance. And if a person is somewhat generous with themselves, they'll probably be generous with other people also. And, and, and I hear that. But again, the Chavaz Chaim, the answer to your question is the Chavaz Chaim is talking about a Madrega, but even if we're not on the eyes Madrega, there's still decisions to be made over here. That's the, uh, that's the point. Um, we're almost finished, but this is an important topic. It's 9.45, Mitzvah Shem, we will uh, continue tomorrow night.